Drabblecast B-Sides, Episode 12, Social Parasite, by Spencer Cole. Capitalist Shaven Ishtpig, chief neo-eugenicist for a top-secret military project, may have just bitten off more than he could chew. Spencer Cole is a creative writing major at Susquehanna University. His work has appeared in NewMyths.com and the Myths and Legend Ezine. Check him out at his website, spencercole.com. The story is read to you by Mike Boris. By day, Mike is a mild-mannered business interrogator for a large pharmaceutical company. By most nights, Mike is making dinner for his lovely wife and four strapping boys, and is working do-it-yourself projects around the house. By other nights, Mike satisfies his creative urges by singing in a mixed choir and 12-member chamber ensemble, also with his lovely wife, and of course, reading for podcasts. Along with the Drabblecast, Mike also narrates short stories for Starship Sofa and Escape Pod. Check him out at mikeborisaudio.com. So put away those squirrel rations. We bring you Social Parasite by Spencer Cole. Hi, Commander Cody Pendant. I'm asking you, Chief Neo-Eugenicist Shavin Ishtpig III, one last time. The Aryan commander tossed back a shot of vodka. The glass shattered against the wall. Is Project Minnesota Condor ready? He impatiently tapped his gun. Shavin credited his survival in the United Democratic Republic of non-totalitarian Russia-Vakistan to a talent for creative truthfulness. Well, High Commander, I dosed the soldiers' boiled squirrel tails with full metamorphic cultures. The incidental bloating, hot flashes, and horizontal diarrhea ceased. The test subjects are definitely no longer human, he articulated. Miss Leshen, Commander Cody barked into his intercom badge. Get off your fat ass and clean up this broken glass. The pale secretary scurried in from across the hall. She scooped up the shards with a damp paper towel. The undersized dress highlighted her oversized rear. That bloated bitch should nibble carrots, not gorge on her beloved private Caprio squirrel rations. Is this not so, capitalist Ishpik? Indeed, capitalist pendant. Uh, morbid obesity is an insult to freedom, Shaven stammered. He preferred the well-rounded citizen wenches, but kept a skinny wife to advertise his status. You like my antique seven-chamber pistol? Cody suggested, grasping the gun loosely in his right hand. It belonged to beloved great-uncle Chekhov. Cody caressed the weapon tenderly and gave it an open-mouthed kiss. He shared my laid-back attitude. I do not need a glorious army of mosquito men. What would I do with them? Ha ha ha! braced himself. Miss Carl Quinton Lation, sweat-drenched and attractively flushed, spoke up. Capitalist Commander Pendant, I respectfully request five minutes leave of short-term medical absence from duty. Uh, something I ate. He nodded, eyes still unshaven. She uncrossed her legs and fled down the hallway. It is the UDRNTR, our parent land, who needs an army of blood-sucking airborne Ubermensk, the commander snapped. He needed them for keeping peace keeping ugly babies safe at night and keeping up glorious war against the exorable United Republic Democracy of non-totalitarian northeastern Russia-Vakistan. 
Cody sighed and pulled a world's best sperm donor mug from his drawer. Dear Shaven, you seem uneasy. Relax! Have a low-fat citrus-flavored vitamin vodka. The scientist clasped the drink arthritically. He tried to swallow, but the warm steel at his jugular impeded him. It is not me, but parent Rushavakistan, who needs you to stop flagellating around the shrubbery and give me a straightforward nine or da. Is Project Minnesota Condor ready? Da, da, the neo-eugenicist whimpered. They weren't prepared for combat, certainly, but surely with a few hormone adjustments he could restore their natural masculine aggression. Why did the testosterone injections make it worse? Glory be to Father Rushevakistan. My six years of bribery, coercion, and gymnastically challenging favors were not in vain. You have transformed mere men into a great swarm of freedom to crush all opposition. Pendant hadn't asked for visual confirmation, thank the fatherland. So, capitalist Shevin, where are the test subjects? The chief neo-eugenicist, Dr. Ishpig, involuntarily dehydrated himself into his pants and stared at the loaded gun. I can provide directions to the test area's viewing room, he pleaded. Oh no, Dr. Ishpig. I shall require an expert to explain this miracle of post-postmodern science. The scientist led the commander down the endless gray hallways until he reached a ladies' room in the combat enhancement research wing. Istpig turned to the water fountain opposite, opened a tongue panel, and licked in his access code. The wall slid back, exposing a bulletproof window into cramped barracks. A speaker crackled, Honorable capitalist soldiers of the United Democratic Republic of Non-Totalitarian Russia-Vakistan, Minnesota Condor Division, assemble! The biologically altered soldiers flew into rank. The lacy wings and slender bodies suggested the description pretty boy more than blood-sucking ubermensch. Private Caprio's uniform betrayed V8 stains. Fellow capitalist Ishtpig, perhaps I have not understood you. In four minutes you shall bridge this communication barrier before I... before parent Rushevakistan demonstrates his irreversible displeasure. The scientist gave up any hope of seeing his plump mistresses again. The commander rubbed his sad blue eyes, twirled his gun, and addressed his badge cum. Miss Lation, if you aren't too busy stuffing your face with stolen military goods, could you make me a coffee, liqueur, Irish cream, and vodka cocktail? I wish to line my stomach before my mid-morning vodka keg. The badge crackled, and Secretary Lation spoke. A capitalist commander codependent, I humbly request permission to take a sick day, it buzzed. Or perhaps a quick lunch break? Cody snorted with annoyance. Nine, you are fat enough already. Suddenly the restroom door swung open and Kyle Lation staggered out, clutching her stomach. She collapsed just behind the commander, gagging on a black tube protruding from her mouth. Commander, I believe Miss Lation, your secretary, she, she is seeking your attention. The scientist stammered. She writhed on the floor, tearing at her tight black dress. That fainting floozy is irrelevant, Pendant hissed. Now, why is it that our entire army consists of pretty boy pacifist vegan mosquito men? Where are my bloodsuckers? 
His handsome face turned white with rage, grimacing as if in pain. He fired two wild shots at Shaven, groaned, and collapsed. Miss Calculation extended her lacy wings and withdrew her proboscis from the bleached corpse. Dr. Ishpig heard the ricochet and fell. The monstrous secretary hovered over him. His legs suddenly felt sticky and numb. In that moment, two half-forgotten grains of truth came into sharp focus. That male mosquitoes are herbivores, and that prudent leaders never ignore secretaries with a taste for squirrel. The story was brought to you by Drabblecast Productions and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License, which means don't change any of it, don't sell any of it, but feel free to share it all you like. Special thanks to Jason Cavello for this week's episode art. Jason is a graphic designer living with his partner and their pug, JP, in the liberal section of the Wisconsin Northwoods. He spends his time playing D&D, playing volleyball, and drawing. His life's ambition is to be a full-time artist and designer living on a beach somewhere. Meanwhile, he'll continue to get part-time gigs with podcasts and gaming supplements. For more great fiction like you just heard, check out the Drabblecast at drabblecast.org.